Uh, we'll start off tonight from 1969 with a bit of Jethro Tull. Did I see you uh, tapping a deck shoe there, Count Arthur? Oh, yes, I quite like that one. James, go away. <laughs> right, OK, that's uh, Jethro Tull and Living in the Past from uh, 1969. Right, now then, um, Count Arthur, it's wonderful to have you back because, uh, obviously, a lot of people are always saying to me, you know, when are you going to get a proper job? Because I only do a radio show, I only that's work right. part-time. For but since I had you on, of course, they all know I've got credentials now. Oh, your life has changed. Yes, it has. Yes, yes. So, you know, everybody's just so impressed that you're on. Louise in Cheltenham's been on. She says, no more Count Arthur Strong. Last time I nearly wet myself with mirth. I'm oh, listening yeah. in bed and don't want another near accident. Oh, dear me, I hope she lives by herself. <laughs> yes, all right then. Uh, now, it's very, uh, it's very appropriate that you are here. Right, and uh, we're delighted you made a return because I see that uh, the uh, exhibits and artifacts from the tomb of Tutankhamun are on their way back. I mean, it's a long time since the one at the British Museum in the uh, early 1970s, I believe. That's right, yes. But there's a new exhibition, uh, Tutankhamun and the Golden Age of the Pharaohs, which is touring the uh, United States before arriving at the Millennium Dome sometime in 2007. Apparently, it's presently at Bonn in Germany, and, yes. uh, and of course, you. I've got a huge knowledge of all things Egyptian, haven't Oh, you? I have, uh, Mark, and I tell you, it was absolutely marvellous news when I picked up one of the Sunday papers yesterday, and, and so I won't say which one, um, because I have many things, Mark, but I'm certainly not the mouthpiece of one of Robert Murdoch's organs. Yeah. Um, so it was wonderful to pick up the Sunday Times and see that... <laughs> oh, to cut that out, they can cut that out, can't they, these days? Um, marvellous news to see that the, the king took the car horn, took the car horn, that's how you remember them, Mark, right, for yeah. Daniel's way, took the car horn, um, is coming to the dome. Um, it's going to be 30 odd years since it was left there. And as you, as you know, and probably everyone listening, um, Egypt has a very special place in my heart uh, for me. Uh, I've tirelessly travelled the width and breadth of the countryside lecturing on a wide variety of subjects and topics, and Egypt is one of them. It's right. my favourite topic, and I do a marvellous literary talk on that. And I do think, in some small way, that uh, I am partly responsible for this exhibition coming over here, and I've no doubt they'll be asking me to turn up at the Dome and do one of my lecture talks. I just hope there's no elephants on the flying trapeze, because that's what they were doing there, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's not just a kind of casual interest. I mean, you are... President of a society, is it? That's right, yes. Um, and, you know, uh, because from time to time I have to research up on ancient Egypt for my valuable um, work I do, I have been given complete access to the archive of the British Egyptological um, Society, yeah. Doncaster branch, of which you rightly say I am honorary president of. And I don't mention that to inflate myself up in front of you, Mark. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, for good to say, who isn't the honorary vice president of something or other these days? Although I am. Yeah. In my case, it's the Doncaster branch of the British Egyptological Society. How many more times? Um, Mark. So, um, that's, that's good news, isn't it? It is very good news, yeah. So, I mean, are you going to be able to fill us in? I mean, as obviously we're all agog at this exhibition coming, and, but it's a long time to wait, isn't it, 2007? Uh, this evening, have you got anything that would kind of quench our e Egyptological thirst? Well, do you know, um, 
I've thought ahead today, and what I've done is I've delved into that said archive of the British Egypt Jacob Society, and I brought with me the Daily Journal of Lord Carnarvon, right. uh, who, as we all know, discovered the tomb of uh, Tut the Car. Took the car horn, Mark. That's yeah. how you remember it, Mark. Took the car horn. <laughs> um, and uh, what I want to do for you this evening is read out one or two entries at random, just to see if we can get a bit of an insight into the workings of a fine mind of someone who, after all, was the leading ever of all the British uh, Egyptologists, Lord uh, Carnarvon. Right, OK. Well, that would, go that would be great, I think. And that, uh, that would whet our appetites for the exhibition coming even more. And, and, and as if that's not, that's not enough, I believe you've got another book that you can quote from. Aren't you, aren't you working on a book at the moment? That's publicly? right. I'm working on my big book of big facts to accompany my um, uh, radio series I'm potentially um, doing, mm. uh, potentially. Right. Yes. Okay, so we can have some facts as well. Oh, yes, covers we? everything in Right. Have you got one fact that you could give us at this point? Um, your... Well, you know, I say cover everything. Um, pop music, because this oh. is, you do pop music on this show, don't Occasionally, you? Occasionally, yes. Um, for instance, um, let's have a look. Um, Cliff Richards. Right. Did you know Cliff Richards was not born in America? No. He was really born at Russia. And really, his name is Peter... Um, what was it, Peter, Peter Panapop. Um, I, this is true because it's verified by, um, I got an old copy of the Yorkshire Pubs I was reading in the lavatory. Uh, bathroom. <laughs> uh, library. Goodness <laughs> sake. Um, and it's in there so it can be verified. And that, right. that is an interesting fact from my big book of big facts. That's a cracker Thank to you. start us off. And if any, of course, uh, uh, Count Arthur Strong has been in showbiz, well, since, what? Well, the year dot. The, the, yeah. yeah. And so if there are any questions, because I know a lot of people are just thrilled to hear you yeah, on the, on the so, wireless yes. And if, if anybody has any questions or things, you know, about Arthur's illustrious past, then uh, come through the usual channels of inquiry, and uh, I will put them to the great man himself. Um, uh, show business legend of uh, music hall, film and literature, and uh, president of the British Egyptologist. Society. That's right. Uh, Count Arthur Strong is with us tonight. Also, uh, compiling his big book of big facts. Big book of big facts, yes. Do you have a, an, an Iggy Pop fact? Uh, I think I have, yes. Hang on a second. Um, let's have a look. Uh, oh, no. No, it's Tom Jones. But uh, is he the same as Iggy Pop? Like, similar, isn't it? Well, similar. That's yeah. the Tom Jones one. Mm. Um, right, Tom Jones. Do you know how he got his start? Tom the Jones. So it was a big name, proper name for him, was born in one of the valleys they have in Welsh Wales, the son of a coal man. Um, and the family was so poor, they used to eat some of the coal they picked, which is good for um, the teeth, apparently. Right. Um, you never see a Welshman with bad teeth, do you? Think about that before you answer. You never do. You never do, and right. I'm telling you now. OK. Um, right. Well, he used to wash the coal dust off in a tin bath in the green, green grass of the garden and would sing... The neighbours bought tickets. The concerts became so popular, he had to get a bigger bath. Now, then he moved to England and made a record. Yeah. And the rest is history. Oh. Yeah. Fa it's fascinating Tom, stuff. Tom Jones. Tom Jones, there yeah. you go. It sketches in all the background nicely, doesn't it, really? Yeah, that's uh, right. Do you have any um, information about uh, birds or bird feeders? Bird feeders. I bought a new bird feeder today. Yeah. I found myself in the middle of the day, because I only work part-time now, found oh, myself yeah. in the middle of the day at a garden centre with sort of, you know, 
people in matching fleeces and everything, rain up the relative merits of one bird feeder against another. That's the kind of life I lead now. Have you put the bird feeder up yet? I have, yeah. Oh, good. I had that bird... much time on my hands. I not only went... Because really, I could have spread that over two days, couldn't I? Yeah. I could have gone and bought it today and put it up tomorrow. That's, it's a cheap way of buying nuts, that. And I'm talking about if you have a party <laughs> or something like that. Um, it's a cheap way of buying nuts. Good idea. Because yeah, you go get them for a quid, can't you, the bird yeah, feeders? That's yeah. a good idea. I always buy bird feeder nuts for when I have a few people around. Well, brilliant. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, uh, talking of entertaining, uh, we've uh, interested you tonight in our, in our new, okay, the drink du maison, peppermint tea. Oh, I'll tell you something. I've never, I didn't know we were allowed to drink it here. Uh, but the thing is, I like mints and I like tea. It's the perfect time-saving drink for me, is that? There you go, yeah. then. Brilliant, right. Uh, Count Arthur, can you say hello to my wife, Ruth, and children, Tilly, Phoebe and Theo? That's from Dermot. Hello, Ruth, to the... What was the other one? <laughs> to the children, Phoebe and Theo. That's it, yeah. Very good, yeah. Um, uh, also, Bruce Davies in Sheffield says, can you play a record for my brother Chris from Abington in Oxford, who's 38 today? Well, um, do you think he would like that one, or, or should we give him the next one? Oh, give him the give him the next one. Come yeah, on. And Indy's been on. Said I won't, uh, the Australian radio is rubbish. Thank goodness for the internet. Listening to us in Australia counts. Oh, Arthur. But they, can they do with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Hello, uh, Australia. Right. Yeah. I mean, have you ever? Did you ever perform in Australia? Oh, you? I must have. I've been. I've been overseas on cruise boats and everything. I must have. We must have touched down in Australia. Must have done. Right. Yeah. Okay then. Oh, yes. um, uh, what else have we got on here? And uh, can you ask Count Arthur? Is it right? Yours, I'll be damned, of Little Watworth Nursing Home, with it, matron's permission. It is right, yes. Right, OK. Uh, we'll be back with Count Arthur after Embrace, and uh, then we'll be delving into the mysterious world of e Egypt... Egyptology. E Egyptology, right, OK. Uh, those are Embrace and Looking As You Are, which comes out on Valentine's Day. I'll play that for Lily Carver, who says, Dear Mark, we on a Valentine's theme. Dear Mark, will you very kindly ask Count Arthur if he can recall the wonderful night we spent together? Oh, many years ago now. I was on my first excursion to Blackpool, and he was just at the start of his meteoric rise, if you get me drift. We were like ships passing. I've never forgotten it. Has he, I wonder, found a love to equal those tender teenage moments we shared? What's the name? Count Arthur Strong is with us tonight, um, showbiz legend, and uh, I, I see you, you usually. I've only ever seen you in full evening dress. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my radio casuals tonight. It's probably, it'll make you feel a bit more comfortable. Right, OK. Yeah. So what would that be? Is that, a, is that a tweed suit, a Harris? Or? It's a Harris tweed, yes. Yeah, yes. right then. Uh, with, a, you know, the, usual, the trademark jaunty trilby, of oh, course. Oh, yes, I do like a hat, a nice is it, hat. Is that suede or...? Um, well, I think Billy says yes, it's right. Sweet out. And uh, red dicky bow. Oh, that's uh, right, yes. Bit of colour. Right, and beige slip on deck shoes. Oh, yes. The, I'll tell you something, they're very comfortable, these deck shoes. Mm. Four pounds. Four pounds. That's for the two of them, not, not each. It's amazing, so, isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. I mean, you know, so some things in the modern world are worth having. They are. I'll certainly be buying another pair of these when these wear out. Right, OK. Uh, but uh, we're, uh, we're sort of uh, looking forward to Tutankhamun, Toot the Car Horn. Toot the Car Horn, that's uh, how you remember them, uh, uh, Tutankhamun uh, coming to the uh, Millennium Dome in 2007. Uh, because, of course, the artefacts haven't been seen in this country since 1972. Oh, that's right, uh, yes. I went to that. Yes, I uh, think I did. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, you've got the 
Diaries of Lord Carnarvon. Now, tell, just right. explain to us again who Lord Carnarvon was. Well, um, Lord Carnarvon was one of the greatest of all the British uh, Egypt, Egyptologists right. and was responsible for discovering the tomb of... Yeah. To, um, what was it? I said to remember it, Mark. The Cajon. The Cajon. Took the Cajon. <laughs> uh, yes, that's how we remember them, Mark. And um, I, I, as I was saying earlier, I delved into, dipped and delved into those archives and brought with me his daily oh, journal. Well, that's amazing, because he was there with Howard Carter. That's right. He was there. Uh, the, he sort of went down to the steps, and, and uh, wasn't um, uh, Carnarvon supposed to be one of the first people to fall to the curse? Of Kutenkamp. That's absolutely right, Mark. You hit the nail on the head there. Mm. He got bit by a mosquito, didn't That's he? That's right, yeah. That's right, and it turned antiseptic. Yeah. And as he was laying there, he said, Oh, look, a bird is scratching my face. Which it was delirious. Which ties in yeah. to the bird feeder we were talking about before. Beautiful. We brought that round beautifully, did, didn't we? we? That's <laughs> the craft of radio. Right. Yes. yes, indeed. All right, so um, and where, how did you come to, uh, to get these diaries? Well, I'm allowed. Oh, I've I've got my old key and everything. Right to yeah. the to the archive. The archive of the British Egypt, Egyptological Society. Yes, isn't it? right. I'm um, um, vice president of blue <laughs> yeah. in the face. How many times have I had to say that tonight to me? Right. Okay. Then. <clears throat> so, should we have a little uh, a flavour of okay. those diaries? Okay. Well, uh, I've just flicked through um, the, the book and we'll do one at random just to get a bit of an insight into um, the fine mind of the the great. Um, um, Egyptologist, he was, though, no, Canalfus. So it's uh, about 1922, this year, uh, it? Yes, yeah. it's dated and everything. So, Fine, um, OK. October 2nd, 1922, Sunday, Cairo. God, it's hot. All this sun and sand puts me in mind of Bridlington. Went shopping today in the bazaar, bought another carpet, and the wife got herself a yashmak. It suits her. These past two weeks have simply flown by. I'm, 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 damn it, I'm definitely coming for longer if I come again. Falafels for dinner tonight. Hoorah! Oh, no, uh, sorry, Mark, that's my mistake, that is put. Hoorah, I don't think. Oh. So, not a fan of the falafel then, Lord Carnforth. <laughs> P.S. On the minus side, the lavatories are disgusting. A real hit-and-miss affair. And that's signed, quite simply, Lord and Lady Carnforth. Right, wow. Well, isn't that a wonderful insight? It's quite an insight, yes. that, isn't it? OK. I mean, if that doesn't whet the appetite for this exhibition coming, I don't know oh, what will count, yes, Arthur. Yes. Right, OK. So we've got more Egyptological stuff and also more facts from his big book from Count Arthur Strong um, a bit later on. The crucial three, music of quality and distinction. All right, then. Uh, uh, we've got Durham Dave the Seventh on the line. Hello, Durham Dave the Seventh. Hello, Mark. I, I feel sort of honoured. We've got Durham Dave the Seventh, which sounds like a sort of faintly aristocratic title, and <coughs> the same night as Count Arthur Strong. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm honoured, yes. Well, there you go. It's a good mix. <coughs> and uh, so, uh, what do you get up to in, uh, in Durham, Durham Dave? What do I get up to? I, I work at the university for a, 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 an outfit called the Chem Centre that produces tests for schools. Right, okay then. Have you got. Uh, Count Arthur Strong is here. He's compiling his. Uh, you know, another man of academia, obviously. Uh -huh. He's yeah. compiling his, uh, his big book of big facts. Have right. you got anything about Durham or testing in schools or anything like um, that? Oh, goodness. Oh, I suppose Durham is famous because it's got a big ditch. A big ditch? Yeah, yeah well, the River Weir, and it goes round the cathedral and the castle, but if it uh, weren't going round that promontory, there wouldn't be a good place to have built the cathedral and the castle. Well, that's, well, that's, that's very interesting. I might put that in. How big is it? <laughs> the feet and inches? 
<laughs> can you nip out and measure it tomorrow and send I, the I, statistics through to Count Arthur? I tell you what, it's not very deep. There, right. there are weirs on the weir, yeah, and that's the only, th only reason the river's got any much depth at that point at all. It's got uh, enough depth for a, a sort of floating cruiser, pleasure cruiser. And uh, they say that if the uh, if the boat should stop for any reason, you could always walk to the shore. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, 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 definitely having that mark. I tell you, I tell you what, Count Arthur. Definitely. I mean, I think Durham Dave may have a future oh. doing public speaking like yourself, don't you? Uh, full uh, of, well, he's very good. Yes, full, very of good interesting. Interesting, full of interesting facts. Have you got any interesting facts you could give him, Count Arthur? You um, could, can you give Durham Dave an interesting fact from your book about uh, anything pertaining to ditches, cathedrals, or universities? Yes, Elvis Presley. Um, <laughs> Just a known fact that he uh, picked all his own wallpaper for Graceland's. Oh. And once, he smashed the television up to bits. Don't worry, though, because he had quite a few. So he was still able to see all his favourite programmes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Right, OK, then. Janice Long is here, I think. Hello. Not only me. Recognise mm. this voice. Hey, Mark. Y yeah, um, it sounds very like... Give me it again. What? So I can't. You see, I'm not getting anything in my headphones. Oh, right. so, so Steve Lamar. It's easy. <laughs> Steve Lamar. <laughs> this is, this is going to be so good and so professional. <laughs> can you go. hear him now? I can. No. Oh, yeah. Go on one ear with me. Um, right, yes. So, um, Steve just walked in because he's been at the NME thing at the um, Academy. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. right. This is the Killers tour. It is. It's the Killers headlining and the Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. An amazing set from the Future Heads yeah. tonight and Block Party as well. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, we were talking about um, uh, bird feeders earlier on, and, uh, and uh, Count Arthur Strong, who's my guest this evening, is on, <laughs> was saying that, you know, it's a very cheap way, if you buy a bird feeder, you know, because they're only a couple of quid, it's a cheap way of providing nuts for a party, which is there's so many links on tonight's <laughs> programme, because um, Steve Lamack, I don't know whether it's still the case, Steve, you used to live entirely on dry-roasted nuts, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, salted and dry-roasted. I like it I like to vary my diet now. Do you? Yeah, I, yeah. As, as you're appearing more on radio too, are you sort of going through a cashew phase or? <laughs> I am. Are you? <laughs> yes, I'm doing cashews at the moment. It's part of my diet. Well, well, we, we did manage to um, because you, you know what it's like, Mark. When you go when you go on tour, you yeah. see bands who are on tour and they mm. have elaborate riders these days. Mm. And when the Future Heads went on stage, we did creep into their um, um, dressing room mm. and we did manage to liberate <laughs> some of their grapes. <laughs> you see. Rock and roll lifestyle, it never leaves you, does it? I've been out today buying bird feeders. There's you, swanning around with a bunch of grapes, grapes. in Birmingham. It's just wild. <laughs> Count Arthur Strong is here. What, do you have a favourite nut, Count Arthur? Um, what was it called? Um, um, the little shells, the green ones. Pistachios. Oh, dare you. Wash your mouth out, Dennis. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> sake, are you drunk? Can you buy them peeled? Can or you? unshelled. Oh, give me the telephone number. No, I don't know if you can, because they're a pain in the backside, aren't they? to do, to get a handful. There's a gag in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about this. <laughs> there's a gag yeah, in there. Go there. Yeah, we won't go there. No, there's a gag there. Anyway, yeah. right, okay, so what's on your show today? Are you, well, are you um, interviewing the... Oh, Evans Steve Lamarck? No, no, Steve's doing his thing next door, but he's just come in, you see, back right. from the Academy. Sorry. So I said, oh, quick, you must say hello to Mark. Right, yes, absolutely. Uh, so Bell and Sebastian doing the um, high five. Okay. And uh, loads of other stuff, as you know. So I'll be there three minutes after midnight. All right, Janice. All right, take care. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Uh, Janice Long. Uh, well, I always have to repeat that, which is totally unnecessary into yeah, Count Arthur. It right, is. Right, everybody knows what she's doing, and I, see, I yeah. just can't get out of the habit. What is she doing? And uh, that comes out on February the 21st. Uh, um, uh, Count Arthur Strong, she's from the uh, Lower East Side of New York. Do you have any American facts in your big book of facts? Or? American facts. Yeah. American facts. Um, 
there must be some facts about America. Um, uh, but uh, Count Arthur Strong is uh, with us tonight, and uh, we're doing, um, uh, you know, well, many, many things. Uh, we're enjoying peppermint tea. Uh, Rich and Lou in Leeds say uh, we're enjoying peppermint tea right now. I think oh, there's a kind of... Oh, snap, Rich and Lou in Leeds. Yeah, they say lemon and ginger tea is good, but Pepsi's king. Oh, no, it's good Pepsi, but um, lemon and ginger sounds... Oh, that sounds... Um, I couldn't drink that, no. no. I've heard myself say it, I couldn't drink that. No, no, right. Um, me on the M6 says, can you ask Count Arthur what's his theory on the origin of the species? But that's probably a whole other show, isn't it, really? I'm sure you could do it. Well, no, I mean, I've, I, could do, I could do a lecture talk on Charles Dance and the origin of the species right now, for once. Right. Darwin, Charles Darwin, I mean, right. not Dance. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, could you ask the Count to wish our pal Andrew many happy returns for the 26th? The Count is his guru, say Jan and Mark. Oh, very many happy returns, Andrew. Um, thanks you so much, Jan and Mark. Right, I suppose that's the problem for you, isn't it? They, they, you know, it's hard to relax because people hang on your every word and, you know, a word out of place. You could shatter all their dreams and illusions. Well, of course, one has to be careful, Mark. One has to be very careful in this profession. But um, I don't let it bother me. I've never suffered from stress. Oh, no. No, well, that's no. good, right. Andy from Hove says, Could the Count explain, with his knowledge of Egypt, how one should mount a camel? Um, well, um... What was I see in that film? What do the big get the big stick, but don't hit it. Just stand in front of it with a big stick and say jelly jelly, jelly jelly, and they'll they'll get down on the knees. Oh no, that's an elephant, isn't it? That was put in logs. I I don't know. Do I, how do I know? For goodness right. sake! Right. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Count Arthur Strong is here tonight, of course, uh, showbiz legend from music hall films, everything, and uh, of course his uh, memoirs. Uh, through it all, uh, I've always laughed, which that's we were right. talking about last time. Seven pounds ninety nine. Right. Okay. Then it's yeah. all, you've done a talking book, isn't it, on a, a CD as well? Yeah. Well, we've done a radio um, version of it. Um, um, yeah. Potential, yeah. potential radio series. There, you know, yeah. if only someone would wake up. Um, what's the other radio say? Oh, we're not bothering with four anyway. We're sticking with two. We are, yeah. my people. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I might actually be um, be uh, taking over from Ken Brooks when he's because off for a fortnight in April, he's going to the Isle of Man, and. Uh, and my people are talking to his people, and I might actually be on there doing that. Right. Yeah. Well, that would be wonderful. Yeah. I think that would be wonderful. Oh, yeah. um, but we're, tonight we're talking about uh, all things uh, Egypt Lodge. Oh, Egyptology. Egyptology. Oh, she got me going now. I was <laughs> doing it when I got here. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, you, you are uh, honorary vice president of the British. Egyptology. Oh, what is, what is this? You sound as bad as you now. Egypt plot. Egypt plot. Vice President of the British. Egyptological Society, clever dick. Thank you. Don Casterbrand. Yes, Don Right, and as you've got access to the archive, and we've got Lord Carnarvon's diaries. That's right, yes. Right, from when he discovered the tomb of Tutankhamun. Yes. Do you want me to do another one for you? I think, you know, yeah, I think definitely, yeah. Okay, right out. Uh, this one is dated September 30th, 1922, River Nile, Egypt, 11.30pm. Oh, someone's been up late, haven't they? <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, it's been a long day today. I'd be glad to get off this felucca. It's all right going on a boat ship if you can pick the other passengers, but some of this lot behave like pigs. Um, they had a run-in buffet. And some of the greedy so-and-sos had their plates piled up so high with the falafels they were falling off as they walked back, causing havoc on the dance floor. 
the captain had to make an announcement. So you can see how serious that was, Mark. Yeah. Um, then there was the belly dancer. They come up and they dance right in front of you. And you're supposed to tuck money in the knickers. I've never been so embarrassed. I had to give the money to Sheila to tuck in. Oh, well, it's all an experience, I suppose. Just yawned for the third time. Better turn in. She's already asleep, is Sheila, snoring like a lawnmower. Night-night. I'll tell you something, isn't that a wonderful insight into the workings of someone who was the finest of all the British um, escapologists, Lord Carnarvon? Eh? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It just gives you some colour that you don't always get. That's right, it? that's absolutely. what I think. Count Arthur Strong with the door, uh, diaries of Lord... Uh, Lord Are you looking at me, Mark? Mark, um, <laughs> but... Um, I don't know what you want me to do. What, can I, what should I do? What's his no, name can again? Can uh, right, Gary Phelps from Cardiff said, uh, Wonderful to hear Count Arthur Strong. Uh, when are you next coming to Cardiff to do an illustrated talk, Count? Well, I'm touring extensively in, um, in April, Gary. I think we've met up, haven't we, Gary? Right. Gary Phelps. The name rings a bell. Oh, uh, bloke, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, we're touring extensively right. um, um, uh, through April. I'm not sure whether we're getting down that far uh, mm -hmm. to Welsh, um, Wales. Else, but um, rest assured, I should be thinking of you. Right, well, that'll probably do. You'll be back before then anyway, won't you? Because oh, yes. Because you've agreed to graces with your presence once more. Oh, yes, so I've decided to come back, yeah. Very good. All right, do you have a, uh, perhaps, a, a parting fact that you could leave us oh, with tonight? Another fact, for goodness sake, I only brought three with me. Um, um, let's have a look. This, um, this one. Joe Brown, the guitar player, was the Jimi Hendrix of his day. And if, oh, that's not one of mine. That must be one of Terry's, that. Mm. I don't know who Joe Brown is for a start, and Jimi Hendrix, I never heard of him. So that's not going in. That's not going in the bookmark. That's what I can't. I've got to at least have heard of the paper. Yeah, that's my criteria. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much to Count Arthur Strong for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with Simon Armitage.